Don't fuck with the red nose, motherfuckers! <laughs> December 2nd, 2020, this is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 21, and asking you humbly, please don't scroll away, I'm Abel Kirby. And, not currently Bill Gates, I'm Cold Acid. And from the northeast, I guess, uh, it's Sir Metter. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yay! Yay! Yeah, and <laughs> there this is. is... Talking of the devil. <laughs> and this is Maps with Matt. Yeah. Episode four. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no, we're <laughs> not that cruel. I, I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. I had uh, to. It's a must. It's a must. <laughs> we are not that it cruel. Is. We are still a little cruel, though, so don't get too comfortable. Oh, uh, I'll That's still true. my guard then. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So I don't know if you caught uh, from my opening, it's Wikipedia begging season again. Oh, God. Once yeah. again. And if I uh, could stall for another second, then I could find a way to open this thing. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, what you got there? I had the original ginger soda, which is both naturally and artificially flavored. It's uh, Vernor's, which uh, I think it was made in Pennsylvania. No, it was made in Michigan. So I don't know. I'm going to have one of these. So wow. best of both worlds for the flavor. Non-alcoholic? It is non-alcoholic. It's just a soda. But oh. and, I, and the day you bring a non-alcoholic drink, I have an alcoholic one. Oh, well. I've got some I got backup. here Reinhardt's red cider, red apple cider. Mm. I've also got a Breckenridge uh, spiced rum, and my thought was there's the alcohol. Yeah, my <laughs> thought was that this soda wouldn't be too bad mixed with some rum. <laughs> so there we go. This is a. Uh, I've only had like a sip of this, so You'll I don't know how this is going to taste at all. If it's drinkable or not. Well, we'll see. I'm sure I'll finish it either way. So, right now, some ASMR drinking. Mm, 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 mm. That is not bad oh, at yeah. all. This is probably my favorite thing I've had on the, sh the show so far. It sure as hell beats a uh, Bud Light Lime, that's for sure. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, come on. Don't Anything beats Bud, Bud Light. Light. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Pissing again. Yeah. Well, I had my Thanksgiving. I know you all, you all didn't do too much this weekend, unless you, you surprised me. But uh, I had some big plans. Uh, I drove yeah, up. I went gaming at my brother's place. Yeah, I went up to yep. uh, New Hampshire. I, I played some games with my brother too. Um, we, I think we played. What was it called? Across the Ages. You ever hear of that one? It's we were a, doing. Uh, no. no. Ever heard of Tainted Grail? No. Nope. No. Well, this one's an abacus simulator, as far as I can tell. The uh, it's an one of these abacus simulator. Yeah, it's one of these resource management games. So it's like spending two hours explaining. You put these tabs here, and you move them there, and you move them back, and you move them there, and you move them back, and you know, you could just play with an abacus and have just just have uh, the same amount of fun. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a mix of civilization and a card game or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you can evolve uh, your civilization through the ages and, I don't know, see all kinds of weird stuff popping up and popping away as you cards get put on the board and disappear. Speaking of disappearing, you know what disappeared over uh, the holiday weekend? What? That uh, monolith we were talking about last episode? No, it didn't. It just moved. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's up in the air. Mysteriously. If this is... <laughs> it's subliminated. <laughs> so now there's an to identical... Romania. Yeah, an identical monolith in Romania. Definitely the work of aliens. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely aliens. It's trying to get out of the hollow earth. <laughs> Something bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like... Um, it's just like the tip of the bit coming coming through, you know. Just the tip. And just the tip. For a minute. There's only so much my banana can take. <sighs> yeah, I think this is uh, pretty much confirms that it's some kind of prank project. If uh, it, it, it yeah, that excuse was my me, first bet. Yeah, some it's, art project of something trying to get viral, and then oh, the artist reveals itself to be the author of the strange monolith. Yeah. There's been no commentary on if it's hollow or not, but I'm looking at the uh, the sides of it, and it looks like it could be uh, just sheets of metal that were stuck together. And that would make a lot more sense than trying to make it, you know, uh, a full block, whatever they call it. What, what the, yeah, the Romanian one, yeah, looks so, like it could be. It's just some scrap. It looks you like know. there's even yeah, this this picture in this mirror article that you sent me. It looks like there's even welding marks along one of the edges yeah it looks like it's just they didn't even weld the whole edge they kind of tacked it on so yeah how uh, big is it then is it like five apparently feet, six four, feet? Meters. four meters four meters so yeah it's like yeah 13 uh, feet is what feet? it says 13, 13 feet okay. yeah 13 feet huh yeah yeah it would be more practical if you want to move it around to just make it hollow <laughs> yeah <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I but do. It's so full of scams. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's right under the power lines in the photo too. If you look at it, it's not in any remote place. It's like there could be a bank behind it, you know, behind the camera for all you know. It's on a. Yeah. Like, it's on a field that's been mowed. Let me put it that way. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like so that, that bear grills clip where he's I'm, like I'm crossing the sure, I'm not sure that's mowed. I I've seen mowed. I've seen mowed lawns, and I've seen unmowed fields that still have really short grass and this looks like the latter it looks like if you look at the edge of the uh the cliff where they probably didn't drive the lawnmower on it looks like the grass is taller right at the edge so that's what i was going off from a little mm. bit maybe mm. that could also be because all the bush is along the edge that could be we'll have to uh send this to the analysts see what they think yeah mm. well i uh all i did this weekend was i ate some turkey I, uh, like I said, we played some games, and I uh, watched some anime at my parents' house, and so I didn't have my computer or anything. All I had was their smart TV. And it turns out I could log into High Dive on that thing. So I was <laughs> oh, watching I a bunch of random stuff. Oh, I hate smart TVs. Yeah. But, uh, they're not that smart. <laughs> they're, if, uh, if they're smart enough to let you log into online services, they're smart enough to send everything you do back to the mothership. Hmm. E.T. phone home. Yeah. Um, no, I'm thinking more like 1984 style telescreens. Mm. Like you, you watch the screen and the screen watches you. Yeah. In <laughs> Soviet Russia. <laughs> in Soviet Russia, TV watches you. TV watches you. Yeah. So I got um, I I watched something that uh, I wanted to bring to the show today because Matt was here. Um, I'd never seen this before. I just stumbled on it uh, when I was picking random shows on a uh, high dive. And I watched Girls Last Tour. Did you ever hear that one, called? Oh, that's a classic show. Yeah. And so I got, uh, there's some, some topical uh, banter about maps. And, of course, I watched it in English so I could clip it. So I got some, uh, they're, they're, uh, the premise of the show is there's these two girls wandering through a post-apocalyptic world. There's very few people around. And they just sort of see what comes along. And, and pretty early on, they meet a guy who makes maps. 
He's a mapper. <laughs> He's a map maker. He's mapping the they, world. They met you, Matt. You're an anime character. <laughs> yeah. So I put Yay. a I put a picture wow. of this guy in the show notes, and I figured we could listen. I I just did I think four clips. We could listen to it and hear what this guy's like, so he's gonna talk about making maps. Are you sure that map is actually right? It's accurate. How did you make that map? It must have been pretty hard. I traveled all around on my bike making notes. Then I would climb up to high places to check if it was right. There you go! That's how you make a map. Yep. Every morning, <laughs> I hop on my bike and I go up the mountain. <laughs> and I preached on a lot of maps. <laughs> Here he goes, he goes and he talks about how much map- he, he he really likes mapping, this guy. Is it really that important? It's what I live for. Live for? If I accidentally lost my work, I'd probably die or something. Alright, let's burn it. Don't do that! What are you, the devil? <laughs> oh boy, so this is sort of the quality of the show. It's it's a very quiet show. They just walk around or drive around in their, uh, it's this, uh, Really weird vehicle. I think it's a historic, uh, like a German thing. It's got treads on it, but uh, also it's a bike yeah, bicycle. Yeah, it's like a half front. track. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like, um, a, it's like a little half track. Uh, actually, uh, it's undercover. You see the front of it, and it's like um, you see it in uh, Saving Private Ryan at the end uh, when the. Um, Two guys try to bait the Germans uh, for the uh, ambush uh, uh, at the end, hmm. and they hop on that thing uh, with the BAR, and they just go straight at the Germans <laughs> with it. <laughs> but it's a real thing, though. It's a yep. real one. Uh, yeah. There, I don't think there's many left, though. But no. uh, yeah, it's not a cursed tank or anything. No. <laughs> This is uh, one of the qualities of the show I really liked was they have, it's a very detailed environment. So when you look around, they, they draw, it's all like the guns that they have either look like they're real guns or they are actually, you know, real things that they have. And everything in the, the environment is super detailed. Um, but all the characters are kind of abstract. They're sort of anime blobby. So there's this weird contrast between the art styles, which took me 20 minutes to get used to, but I, I really liked it after that. Um if you've seen the manga, it's it's in this way. It's really it's really keeping to the source material mm. because the because the like inanimate objects like the the semi tank and the guns and everything were pretty much just like that in the manga. And the characters, well, the two main girls at least, were the same sort of moa blobs they are in the show. Mm. So just to close out this uh, this guy's map story. Uh... I've got two more clips on him, so he's going to talk a little more about why he likes maps. I've mapped out most of this level already. Wow! Let me see, let me see! Sure, just be really careful with it, okay? You better watch it. She burns other people's books if she gets the chance to. <laughs> and so they have, uh... I think at the end of the episode, they end up on a big elevator, and it gets clocked sideways in the, uh... The, uh... Maps, the book of maps slides off the uh, the elevator. No. And dis yeah, and so he's... No, yeah. it's a horror yeah. movie. It's then. horror, it's horror. So here you go. Huh? My map! <laughs> <laughs> Idiot! Let me fall too. <laughs> <laughs> Let me 
be fault too. <laughs> I would do the same. I would do the same. <laughs> I I want that scream though. That my maps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to add this. I I want it in my library. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, where is it up here? Map. Oh my map. My map. <laughs> I gotta ISO that. I'm not gonna do it during the show, but uh, oh, wow. I could, but I don't want to risk it. Oh but, no, uh, no, no! Don't bother with yeah, it right yeah, now. Yeah. So there we go. That was a uh, girl's last tour. I got, I got through. I think there's 13 episodes or something like that. I've got two left, so I basically marathon most of the show. It was fun. Yeah. It was a treat. And that's my recommendation yeah, um, for the week, man. This is um, fucking good. Do you want? Do you want your heart broken or not? About girl's last tour. What? That it's no. over. No, I'm saying if you don't want your heart broken, don't bother watching the last two episodes. Oh, well, you know, I figured it was going to get sad. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of sad, we also got the day I became God is starting to move into, uh... I'm sorry, Matt, you have to put up with this for two more seconds. It's moving into plot territory, and it's it's setting itself up for one of these classic key uh, uh, heartbreak uh, endings. You, I could just feel it in the air, just the way they set things up. It's like, oh, this is going to be bad. In like three it episodes. Like you're going to update the, you're gonna have to update the bingo card. Yeah, it's going to have despair and sadness. <laughs> check this might even get bingo actually i, I should update that uh sometime soon we'll see it's gonna yeah. be miserable man oh they brought back key coffee though key coffee yeah i remember key coffee no so the the game company key uh which produced um well they made a lot of visual novels and and, and including the jim Madaya stuff um they always yeah. they had a brand of coffee <laughs> called key coffee and so the game studios sold it and it kept showing up in all their anime like clonad i think has key coffee in it uh and this one they brought merchandising it. yeah they brought back the merchandising for the show for the day i became god <laughs> they started having the uh, key ca i think it's key coffee and they have like a cappuccino flavor or something it's like oh boy here they go pushing it again coffee yep <sighs> well what have you been up to matt not much. <laughs> Mostly working. Yeah, making maps. Uh, making maps once again. Always turning the, the <laughs> turning in the wheel. Making sure backups get made. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, w with that anime thing, it, it brought back bad memories from October <laughs> because I did I did lose two hour two years of work from that thing. Oh shit. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a big loss. Uh, it was 1.5 terabytes of uh, maps uh, and Jeez. all of our data. So, uh, yeah, some weird thing with my boss is that he doesn't believe, he doesn't believe in um, uh, firewalls. <laughs> so we didn't huh. have an antivirus on our system. So some crypto miner, Trojan, something, something. Hopped on the NAS drive and then killed all of our data. It ate the maps. And then I did. I did the same thing as that man with the maps. My maps. <laughs> there you go. Let me go. So. Let me fall too. <laughs> but the, the bright oh, side is that I got a, a new computer uh, to compensate for uh, the huge loss of data that we got. So we're slowly but surely uh, making our way back uh, to uh, nor normal operation. Mm. So I wanted to ask you some technical questions about map making and cartography, modern cartography. Okay. Um, and just to start with, um, I'm not sure 
what the basic tools are. Is it all based on GPS and, and putting a post down somewhere and measuring where and you know, save a waypoint and then move on? Is that is that what you do now or is there more to it than that? Uh, well, specifically for my work, uh, it's mostly office work. So I, I work with a, a program called ArcMap uh, mm -hmm. uh, from uh, Esri. And, but there's a bunch of programs to just process the data, the raw data. So you can have like QGIS, uh, you can have Global Mapper, which is like a clunky, very technical program, let's say, but very powerful program. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you have to separate this in, in two categories, like uh, data processing, like making the maps from the raw data and collecting the data itself. So either by satellite, uh, either pictures or uh, just coordinates with uh, GPS. Uh, you can have LiDAR, you can have surveyors on the ground with uh, uh, instruments to just make a, a local survey of the area and something like that. And then they bring all that back to the office and then uh, people process that data and output maps. Hmm. But from my point of, uh, of, well, from my position, uh, it's mostly uh, government data uh, that we compiled. Uh, uh, so the make the you can buy the database for a couple thousands of dollars, I think, and then you just set up uh, what symbols that you want to use, colors, uh, thickness of lines, all that stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, it's all layered up like in um, uh, Photoshop, let's say. Oh yeah. So you you just order your layers in terms of what do you want to show first. So uh, usually it's points, then lines, and then surfaces, and then you order your layers according to this order. And then I got some templates I have, and most of the time it's just uh, private citizens uh, asking for a map of their hunting grounds, uh, of their. Um, uh, sometimes it's people uh, selling firewood. Uh, uh, it, they have businesses and they want to have an inventory of uh, uh, of the forestry data that they have in their backyards. And so we use the government data and we compile it and just build the maps with them and ship it the ship it uh, throughout the province. Hmm. That's pretty so that's the gist of it. That's pretty badass. That uh, sounds pretty like stuff cool. that I like. Well, I, I sure hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be, why did you invite me? I <laughs> It's uh it's uh the, the whole data processing crap. I mean, that's a it's a I know it's a deep dark hole <laughs> to go down, but uh, well, it's, it's I've done that kind formats, of stuff. Then. I've done that I've never done anything with cartography, but but I everything okay. I deal with is scientific data. Um, okay, okay. usually like radio fields and things like that. So in essence of like measure a bunch of different samples of this field somewhere. Um, talking about an electric field or something. And then you have to get it back and figure out how to fit it in. You know, the the problem for me is always we recorded the data in this format and somehow I got to get it in the other format so it loads into this program so I can do this and that and, and finally get the answer that I care about. Oh, okay, it's, okay, well. It sounds like uh, the, uh, it's the classic, classic data problem. Um, the the uh -huh. data itself, it's... Um, uh, ArcMap works with a, a, f a file type that is called shapefile. Mm -hmm. And a, sh a shapefile, when you look at it through ArcMap, is just one file. But if you look at it through Windows, it, it has multiple files. I think it's six files in total. And you've mm -hmm. got... Um, so you've got... With the original shapefile, which contains usually uh, the coordinates and the emplacement of the different vectors, surfaces, and points... 
and uh, you need to geo-reference it. So it has a file um, with um, uh, the projection in it. So it tells the file where to go in space. And uh, so we use uh, UTM most of the time, Universal Transverse uh, Mercator. And in Quebec, we can use uh, Mercator Transverse Modifié, <laughs> which is like a modified version of the UTM uh, thing. So it, we have like uh, more, um, more separations between the different zones, let's say. So um, in Quebec, we go from an UTM, we go from 17 to 20. And in MTM, I think it's from 7 to 11 or something. So it has more subdivisions in it. And these are just the, uh, the regions of the Earth that you deal with? Yeah, because we just work with the province here. So we don't need any um, uh, more projections. Because when you work locally, you want to use a local projection for that area in particular. Not exactly the city, but the country, let's say. Mm. And uh, because... Uh, projections the, the 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 basis of projections is trying to take 3d elements and put them in a 2d environment without too much warping so um the the closer you get to the area you work uh, on uh with the projection the more representative is going to be uh on on paper uh, in 2d So that, that's the, the basis of projections, uh, uh, because you've got thousands of projections now uh, for different countries. Uh, in Africa, I think they have maybe a hundred or something, mm -hmm. each for different countries. And they have also projections for uh, land surveying, just for legal matters and all that stuff. I think here they, uh, in Quebec, they use SCUP. Uh, I'm not sure what's the acronym for, though. <laughs> There's so many acronyms. It's even worse than government. <laughs> yeah. In... Uh There's a projection that I end up using. I, I suspect no no one else uses that. You know, we there's probably three or four that ever get used in, in my industry, which is you either have just stuff in spherical coordinates, so you just unwrap the sphere, and you have to map it to, like, theta phi coordinates. Or the other one is uh, the direction cosines show up a lot, which makes this okay. funny-looking plot, but that's all for scientific. It's like if you're going to map an electric, project it. You know, the... It's not representative of the physical space very much at all. It's just uh, the different yeah, ways well, you could display things on a screen. Yeah, because it's most, mostly for graphics and trying to represent the data in a, in, in a way that you can understand it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, or in a way that's efficient to compute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they say, oh, well, you know, if you looked at this projection, it like doesn't make any sense at all. But if you're trying to run this algorithm that's going to do something with it, it's going to, you know, it's going to do something with handle. it. Yeah. And this is data is the input. It turns out it's more efficient if the data is in this projected format than it is if it's uh, in some other one. So there's like weird projections. You do things just to just to make the processing faster. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It, it, so we get wild shit that you, you look at and you say, this is supposed to be a, an image of something. <laughs> and it doesn't make any... Like you, the, the scary part is you learn to read it after a while. You say, oh, yeah, I know well, what's going on. You get used to it. Yeah, you, you get used to it. And it's the same thing with mapping. Uh, it, well, orientation wise, um, like I, I'll be able to say, oh, okay, you live in that city. So it's close to uh, this place and this place. So having like a reference frame for everything and uh, just for maps in general, like I still need to just punch in the coordinates to get the exact location of, a, <laughs> of an area or something. Yeah. <clears throat> So uh, tell me about uh, your podcast, Maps with Matt. 
What's the status of Maps with Matt? <laughs> um, the the status now is a uh, hiatus. I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure hiatus. if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I think hiatus is what hiatus. I would say. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Okay, yep. hiatus. Uh, I like um, your pronunciation more. Yeah, I do too. Hiatus. Yes. It's like someone sneezing. Ah, yes. <laughs> tell my boss I, I can't come in today. I'm on Yatis. Yeah, I think exactly. I'm on a religious pilgrimage oh. to <laughs> Is it contagious? <laughs> oh. Is that a name or a sickness? <laughs> Yatis. But um, so I I've got notes. Um, got lots of notes. Um, I got. I don't have a script done for episode four. I know what I'm going to do with episode four and mm -hmm. uh, other episodes also. I think I've got ideas for five, six, and seven. I need to look back at my notes, but not right now. Oh, so you're good for the next couple of years? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Once per year. Once per year. I'm good. Uh, I'm I know for I've life, given uh, you episodes. For, I've given you at least three episode ideas myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I've got a, a ton of notes uh, from just ideas like that, uh, certain subjects, articles, um, just themes in general, mm. uh, because I started off uh, talking about history, and then I, I, I said, yeah, well, history is fun, but it could be quite boring for certain people <laughs> and because I, I i really liked uh dan carlin's podcast uh hardcore history mm -hmm. so i was kind of inspired a bit by uh his shows but they are super long and i didn't want to make like three hour episodes it's just too too much work yep. and um but i wanted to be uh, researched and uh, informative and also like just family friendly in some way uh like no cursing and all that stuff oh uh, yeah <laughs> uh, not, like to keep it... not like yeah, us not like us or hog story or yeah. grumpy old bands oh <laughs> <laughs> let me see <laughs> but um uh, i'd say that um as of now uh because of work um and well covid didn't have anything to do with it in some way but uh work kept kept on going and because everybody stayed home everybody became an, uh, a tourist uh, a tourist in its own province so we had uh, at least three times more workload than we usually do in a normal year and um i, I don't follow that so when covid hit everyone did they became a tourist in their own province i'm not sure what that means because we couldn't leave the province or we couldn't oh. leave the country. So we had people had to do something. So they said, oh, well, we'll visit our own place then. <laughs> so everybody went on uh, camping, uh, hunting. Oh, I see. Like hunters, I, I'm sure this year, um, uh, most of the permits, uh, like uh, for, uh, well, tags, I'd say. Um, most of the tags are sold uh, every year, um, but I'm sure the number of hunters this year's uh, this year must have doubled or something. Oh yeah, uh, just because people didn't have anything better to do. Yeah. Um, and so these probably they, people they, who hunt occasionally, you know, they say, "Oh, maybe it's a good time to get back into it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Shit else to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, that's what my boss told me. Uh, mo probably a lot of people that used to hunt and now they are either laid off or uh work from home or 
are just on a break from work or something, uh, they, it's going to be more popular. And it was. So I was swamped in work and I had to set my priorities, right? So I, I had to uh, put the podcast on ice. Uh, but I have a long list of uh, mentions from other podcasts <laughs> that I need to compile to make the opening clip for the show. <laughs> so I've got you called us in. <laughs> Uh, I've got you, Abel Kirby, for uh -oh. uh, saying uh, uh, 202 days since Matt's with Matt. <laughs> uh, well, I you think know. I've got Bem Rose, I've got Darren, I've got <laughs> Fletcher. Um, well, you're going to have to update mine because it's been, in fact, 240 days since oh, the last episode of Maps with Matt. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Uh, 240 <laughs> days. Uh, well, if I keep going and publish on the 420th day, that would be a win for me. Mm, 420th <laughs> day. Hmm. Another 180 away. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I get my but, tags, I get my license plates uh, for, for Maryland finally. I won't say the whole number, but I will say the last three digits, 420. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, the woman who gave me these plates, because I, I went through the... The normal, we don't have a DMV here. We have an MVA, a Motor Vehicle Administration. Um, administration. Yeah. The DMV means something different. Uh, usually it means Department of Motor Vehicles in most of the country, but in this area, the DMV is... Anyone want to guess? Different Motor Vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's the District name something something. No, no, no. It's DC, Maryland, Virginia. Ah. The DMV is this area. And so, uh, like the DC Defenders, which was her XFL football team, had their slogan was, Defend the DMV! <laughs> and so, of course, they would post that shit on Twitter from their official uh, account, and people would be like, What the fuck? Why are you defending the DMV? <laughs> but, well, I uh, guess so, it's better than DMZ. So. <laughs> <laughs> there is one of those here, too, I think. It's just not called that. Oh, boy. But uh, anyway, uh, the uh, let me tell you my my story of bureaucracy. The uh -oh. the MVA sucks. I went there and I got my license, which was good because I went to the local office to get a license plate and to change your registration. It was really annoying. I had to sell my car to myself. You know, it was just really what? yeah. Because my my dad co-signed it like in 2010 when I bought the thing. Um, no one cared. I registered in New Hampshire. I got a title. No one cared. Registered in uh, Colorado. No one cared. In my name, you know. I went to Maryland. They had got had threw a fit about it. No, you can't do that. It has two names. It can't have two names. It's got to have one name. That's what they sound like. Those not compute. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I found out you could go to AAA. I'm a AAA member, so I found out you can go to the uh, that place, and they have a licensed uh, title agent who can actually perform the transaction for you. I, and so, you know, I took care of all that stuff. I didn't wait in line. I just made an appointment. I went to the AAA office like five minutes down the road. And the uh, she liked me, the the girl who was doing my things. It, and so she gave me a license plate with a cool couple numbers on it. So I got the 420 license plate. She also might have accepted that, uh, that my uh, safety inspection passed, even though the paperwork was technically wrong. So, you know, I got a couple of bonuses. That was fun. Nice. Yeah. A little, a small bit of bureaucratic kindness, finally. Ah, bureaucracy. <laughs> <sighs> bureaucracy. And I'm in the place for it, you know, D.C., Maryland. There's so much bureaucracy around here. Yeah, really? the heart of hell. <laughs> Every time I hear of uh, bureaucracy, I hear, um, I think 
it was either Civilization Four or Civilization Five. <laughs> the government type. <laughs> and um, you, when you did the research for bureaucracy, it was a quote. I think the narrator at that time was Lemmer, Leonard Nimoy. And it said, um, the bu bureaucracy needs to grow to make, um, to, to expand, to make place for more bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was oh, a I know, quote I know the a, quote, but I can't, I can't bring it to mind right now. Jeez. Yeah, they, they, they quoted artists and uh, great thinkers and scientists um, in the game. They still do, um, but uh, I don't remember the, the person who said that exact quote. Uh, and I... Probably butchered the quote. Too. No, we had. Yeah, I'm, a... not, I'm not even gonna try to look it up right now. Uh, next show. Next show. <laughs> Indulge me. You know, Civilization. <laughs> Civilization Two had um, the base game, but there was a. I don't know what you'd call it. It was. It wasn't really an expansion set. It was an extended version of the game they called the Test of Time. Does anyone remember that? Because I had I a copy of that shit. Civilization three, I Rings didn't touch it. Civilization but, uh, two. I didn't have it. So you had normal I just civilization. Had, I just had classic Civ two. Yeah, it had um, a version where you won by going to Mars. So you had to build a spaceship and go to Mars. They also had a fantasy version of Civilization with its own tech tree and sprites and graphics and everything. For uh, all I remember is they had <laughs> they had these guys called the Repulsors. Were these? Uh, they were sort of the knights that you could get in the original civilization. Their analog in the the fantasy one, or the sci-fi one, actually, was... It's like these big fat guys in bubbles. They have a repulsor feel that keeps you away, and it's like the guys in... Uh, <laughs> you ever see it like a fair or something? Like a just, whole bunch of Vladimir yeah. Harkonnens. <laughs> yeah, like that. But they're in a bubble, and so they just ro roll over you, I think, is what they do to attack. So I remember that Gross. shit. Yeah. Uh, Civ 2 Fantastic Worlds, maybe? Mm. It was called The Test of Time, and it had it time. had a sci-fi version of Civilization, it had a fantasy version with, like, magic and shit, and it had the normal one. Oh, it oh also it's had, a remake. Yeah, they also had Civilization 2 Standard, and then they had the extended one where you could go into space. Oh, I see. Yeah. I just, oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I for, oh, for Civ 2, I remember there was there was the ability to send a ship to Alpha Centauri and win the game that way through a space victory, and that was in the base Civ 2. Okay. And then that would end up tying into... Oh, Sid Meier's Alpha uh, Centauri. The mm. Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri, yeah. Ooh. Which was a whole different sort of uh, <laughs> sort of game. For one thing, I mean, it was real time instead of turn based. Mm. Damn! Oh, I see now. If you think about it, it, all the all these games are real time. They just move slowly if you're not on top of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> the original the original Civilization and Civ Two were actual turn based games. Well, you, you do could... all your stuff, mm. and then you'd hit a button to say, "Yeah, I'm done." <clears throat> No, I know. I'm making AI a joke. Come on. I'm making oh, okay. a joke. Sorry. I, I had saying, this game. I spent... I sunk many an hour <laughs> into it. I'm just saying it's real time. You play it in real time. It's just slow if you don't hit that uh, end turn fast enough. <laughs> in uh, There was another RTS. I'm sorry. It was a 4X game. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it was called Stars. Uh, and you would regenerate by put the turn by pressing F9. There's a lot of stretches of like long, boring shit in the beginning of the game. So you could actually just hold down F9. <laughs> and it would just skip like 40 turns. 
It's like, oh, now I have enough resources to do what I need. Well, I, uh, <clears throat> there was an automatic, uh, some kind of AI or auto decision-making thing in Civ 4. And technically, you could just play the whole game just pressing enter <laughs> and just do nothing else. To, because it suggests move for your units, uh, build orders for your cities. Um, it suggested technologies. <laughs> so you could just spam enter and just, oh, I'm playing. That <laughs> is my kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one near automata adventure. on easy mode. Yeah. There, there's an yeah. easy mode in near automata where you can actually use these plug-in chips that will do everything for you. They'll make attacks and everything. And all you have to do is walk around and go through the cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> Not my way of playing. Oh. But it's, it's like a movie, man. <laughs> I mean, this is a show. If I we... wanted, if I wanted a movie, I'd go out to the fucking theater. Or <laughs> I'd put That's something true. up on the Roku upstairs. I, I don't... Oh, in the comfort of your own home, man. No, this is on yeah. rare, rare encounter. This is the podcast where we talk about visual novels. And there's no kind yeah, of game with less bunch, interaction. <laughs> well, oh, visual boy. novels. I don't actually see those really as games. I see those as books that occasionally have choose your own adventure elements to them. Mm. There are some that had good. Uh, I like a good VN that has uh, some RPG elements built in, like a dungeon crawler mini game or something like that. Been I some see good those ones. more the other way around is like an RPG with visual novel elements, but not uh, mm. but not a visual novel with RPG elements. Eh, potato, potato. <laughs> tomato, yeah, I guess tomato. We'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> how, how do you write those, though? <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> potato. Uh, let's ask Dan Quayle. I think he has the spelling. P-O-T-O-T-O-E, what did he say? Speaking of visual novels. He had an E at the end, right? Yeah, he had an E at the end. Yeah, it was just potato with an E at the end. Potato, like a toe. Speaking of visual novels, you called out there's a couple sales recently. Ah, shit, they ended One of those games, one of those games, thanks to your notes, really caught my attention. All right, let me let me walk into this. Uh, so we've got uh, the Jazz USA one already closed. It actually ended yesterday. Uh, it Aww. ended on the. So that was. Uh, I, I should have bought actually, some shit on sure? it. Are you sure? Are you sure it's over? Because yeah, I went to the link still... before the show, and they only had a couple things on. Oh sale. yeah, there's only two products now. Yeah, yeah they had like. F so that's why when I took the screenshot, it had. I mean, let me just read these off. So we had Sayana Uda, which was a classic. Genu Urbuchi, well, did he write that? It was Nitro Plus, sure, anyway. Pro probably Urbuchi behind it. Yeah, getting the Butcher. That was a classic horror, you know, Lovecraftian horror. And then we had a bunch of other ones. My Yandare sister loves me too much. The Segura family. Do you like horny bunnies for $3? Come on, that's a deal. <laughs> that we is could... a deal. <laughs> and the sequel. And the, do you like horny bunnies? Question mark two. <laughs> Uh, we got private nurse. I guess she's a nurse for privates and uh, some other <laughs> privates parts. <laughs> the bullied bride. Uh, she looks like she's having fun. Uh, but we also had uh, the w the one that cut my eye. Screenshotted it was invisible cock. They never saw it coming. <laughs> for seven ninety nine, you could have owned this. <laughs> Let me see what the markup is now. That actually, I think it's over. still on sale. Oh, is it still on sale? Yeah, it's still on sale. Oh, guys. No bids. Invisible cut. No, now it's $9.99. It went up in no, price. No, I'm still seeing it 20% off at 
I'll get oh, it. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's not on sale anymore. I just refreshed oh. and yeah. Oh shit! Damn yeah. it! I could I could have bought it. Ah. I could have bought it if I had just done that before we started recording. Studio oh, Norn well. publisher is Cherry Kiss. Oh, it's a new one too. November 14, twenty twenty. Wait a minute, that's a brand new game. I'm looking at the screenshots. <laughs> oh dear, Anna. She says, I'm going out to see a movie with some friends. Now that I'm married, I can't exactly go sleeping around. So hanging out with the girls is the next best thing. <laughs> oh, that invisible <laughs> cock. She never saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole plot we never see it coming. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Dude. Oh, I'm man. Go through the screenshots. <laughs> and they it's make Jazz money USA. with this. I mean, I, I'm Oh, did you, see the, did you see the here. system requirements? No, enlightening. System requirements. Processor. Intel Pentium. Celeron oh. 333. Oh, Celeron. <laughs> a Celeron? Now, okay. Intel System Celeron. requirements. OS. Windows 7, 8, 8.1, or 10. So basically now, anything. correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but none of those will run on a Celeron 333. Nope. Not a chance. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, they never saw it coming. They just never see <laughs> oh boy uh dempasoft was uh also had some stuff on sale let's see oh man it wants me to enter my birthday again let's see i was born january 1st 1900 remember me <laughs> submit <laughs> <laughs> what do we got on sale we got I oh yeah there's still a bunch on sale yeah there's i walk among so. zombies volume zero and volume three but not volumes one or two i guess Necopara Necopara Volume Four and its uh, and its add-ons, the DLC, oh, the 18 oh, plus DLCs. DLC, and the theme song. Yeah, they got the DLCs. Man, I talked oh, to soundtrack. I I was talking to no, just with... the theme song. Oh, that's cheap of them. <laughs> that's the soundtrack, man. Is that like those, the Ditsy uh, Demons Are in Love Steam? with Me fan disc Woo! can be pre-ordered now on sale. <laughs> I went and talked to um, a couple of guys who were from uh, Sakai Project. Actually, does the Dempasoft is their their storefront. And uh, spoiler alert: <laughs> if you couldn't figure it out, <laughs> I don't know if they published that. But they were telling me, yeah, they they're trying to get in these uh, kind of artsy farts. They they want more uh, literature that they want to publish, and they want to have more um, you know story based entertainment. You know, things that aren't just like just sex all the time just like porn on a on a game and it's yeah and we do that but then at the end of the day necopara pays all the bills <laughs> yeah they still make more money out of yeah, that shit than anything else so yeah so we could put all this other stuff up but you know what really sells so, okay so that that explains why you actually have to pay extra for for the 18 plus stuff. Hey, you have they're to. Ju they're just milk. They're just milking the customer base. No, 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 no. First, hey, oh. to, to start, the customer base. Mil <laughs> to start, oh, I didn't even realize. The customer base. I didn't even realize what I said. The customer base milks themselves, and <laughs> the DL the customer milking. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the. <laughs> The DLC is for Steam. If you buy the full version off their site, just to be correct here, if you buy the version from the Dempasoft store, I think it has everything included in it. It's just the the DLC is for the Steam version. And yeah, because Steam keeps waffling back and forth. 
they'll say, they'll say one day, oh yeah, we'll let you publish all the 18 plus stuff you want, and then the next day they say, banned, you're not allowed in the store anymore selling this smut. Yeah, I remember And then that. three days later, it's back to the, the smuttier, the better. And it's like, <laughs> make up your fucking mind, Gabe. Yeah, <laughs> Gabe. Well, Jesus Christ. It's like, what's the policy? I don't know, is Gabe horny today? <laughs> i mean i mean it's like am i dealing with apple here where like somebody farts and suddenly like all the standards have changed <laughs> well at least apple releases something each uh, year <laughs> oh yeah good point i want when, when's the last dream. time when's the last time valve made a game <laughs> you mean half-life uh half-life 2 uh, episode 2 that's oh, the last man. one i played by them don't, well, to, don't be, everything to be else fair, they did, do, they did do Half-Life Alex. Yep. The, that the virtual VR reality, yeah, I yeah. didn't care. But, uh, but I mean, like, still, like, everybody is waiting. Where the fuck is Half-Life 3? <laughs> well, right? I think it's in the making. Uh, I am pretty sure oh, it is. I, th I think what it is is nobody at uh, Valve is able to count past two. Yeah, yes. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with Valve. <laughs> because they, they, they didn't huh? want to do anything Half-Life 3 because otherwise people would just flip their shit out. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of uh, Half-Life Alyx, um, they, they do a callback to the end of Episode 2. Hmm. And uh, it's quite promising, let's say. Um, with G-Man and uh, everything else. So uh, it's... Uh, I'm... I'm I'm eager, but I I do have You're some hopeful. reserves. I'm hopeful. Yes. <laughs> You're naive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hoping for oh, Half-Life Three since uh, ever since they released. Uh, I think in 2007 was uh, Episode Two, and I've been hoping that sounds about for right. Yeah. No, it was 2004. No, that was the original Half-Life Two. Half-Life, uh, one of the you're episodes came oh, out with the orange box. Half-Life 2, Episode 2, yeah, that was, yes. that yeah, was yeah. 2007. Yes, yes. 2004 mm -hmm. was, yeah, just original Half-Life 2. I remember that because we bought it from, oh, fuck, where was it? CompUSA, which doesn't exist anymore. My brother bought <laughs> I, I it. bought it from EB Games. It, oh, e yeah, we had EB Games. We had one of those in we the mall. We still have EB Games. And, yeah. and Steam, Steam was implemented back then, but it, it was only a local client-side library with some download features. <sighs> the, the, the Friends tab, when you clicked on it, it was um, uh, in development, and it had a note in it saying that it was coming soon. <laughs> so yeah, and the whole, the whole thing function. was like, a full, was like a, a fully native app and only the, only the store page was like actually in a in a browser window and now it's like now it's like uh it has its own almost now. it's like completely built around uh around uh the uh, the blink engine <laughs> oh. now right it, it turned and into it turned OS into now. an electron app almost <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i found i was looking at comp usa on uh wikipedia that and uh there's a an image that they have on uh, on the page down halfway down on uh, closings and sale to Systemax. They have a, an image that's captured typical CompUSA store under liquidation. <laughs> under liquidation. <laughs> oh, shit. And it's a photograph oh. <laughs> of empty shelves. There's literally oh, wow. nothing there. At least it's oh, not toilet paper. Sad. Ew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
It says there's oh, a sign that says all sales final. <laughs> all sales final yeah. because we're getting the fuck out of here. That's yeah, like when Circuit City died, man. Or uh, speaking of something else that isn't around anymore, did you guys read JCD's uh, pan to the original version of Windows? Uh, no, Windows 1? Yeah, yeah, uh, Windows yeah, 1 was originally email, released it. in... It was originally released in November 1985, huh. after about oh. two years of being vaporware. <laughs> Whoa. Hmm. I'm actually I'm actually throwing in the show notes... Uh, a fixed version of the of the screenshot in <clears throat> JCD's article because the version he has he, it either he saved it as a JPEG or Substack oh, turned it into version. a JPEG and it's all full of fucking artifacts now. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I've actually I actually found the original image, uh, saved it as a ping, and then saved ping. and then saved another ping of it <laughs> that actually has it. Fixed to the screen to the screen aspect ratio, uh, because EGA actually actually pretty much everything before Super VGA did not have square pixels, right? Ping. And in fact, like EGA sixteen bit EGA that was used by Windows One EGA. was six forty by three hundred fifty pixels. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. So not even so, four hundred. <laughs> Not not only that, not only that, but the screen itself was not was not four by three as the aspect ratio. It was one to one point three seven. Hmm. So just just a little so, off, so just, weird one. just off enough to be a pain in the ass, right? Yeah. I'm looking at some EGA graphics crap on a Bing on a on a DuckDuckGo image search. Yeah, jeez, man. Oh, there's a picture of one of these cards with all the uh, the dip packages, the dual inline pin packages. That's just funny how that yeah, technology some, changed. Some of those, some of those EGA and VGA cards early on, yeah. were like you you couldn't you could barely see the board itself for all the fucking chips on it. Yeah, like, just... and they would just be like packed together like tenements. Yeah, all that shit now fits in like one kind of little corner of a uh, a. Uh... You know, forty-eight nanometer lithography kind of era chip. Yeah, fuck. Which my, is still huge compared to now. <laughs> my, yeah, my cell phone's a cheap fucking uh, flip phone, and it's got more computing power than like a computer in nineteen ninety did. Yeah, never mind nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. Well, isn't that the new chip in the um, uh, PS five now? It's uh, the Zen chip with seven nanometer lithography. I think seven nanometer. It's fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yet, problem. there's no games for PlayStation. <laughs> but I was listening to a, a conference uh, about um, how small you can get uh, for chips, and they th- they they think that the the limit is around two or three nanometers. So we're getting close because uh, at that size, um, you get into quantum realm. Eh? And then it's quantum possibilities for electrons to be either on one side or the other of the transistor. Ah, uh, yeah. So, oh, they're already de- they're already dealing with that a lot with uh, with like seven uh, with like seven nanometer. Yeah. So they are getting close to it. One, one of the things one of the things is is that they may be able to make the transistors even smaller, but the space that needs to be around them 
might not change at all. And yeah. that's something you need to start. We need to start actually paying attention to, because you could have if you could have like a one nanometer transistor, but it still takes up, but it still leads like a width of seven nanometers in each direction, right? Just so that just so that the neighbors don't fuck it up. Well, they can keep saying, oh, smaller, smaller, fewer nanometers. And does it actually add up to that? No, it's just marketing bullshit. Yeah. It's... So lithography is smaller, but the chip is as big as the, <laughs> as the previous one. Yeah. It's like those huge well, because, resin because, chips. Because if they don't have any way of avoiding those quantum effects, all they can do is just put padding around the transistors themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. and that's what it comes down to the the Isolate actual from the neighbors the mm -hmm. actual surface area active surface area may shrink but the area that's needed for each individual transistor doesn't hmm interesting stuff yeah quite the challenge <laughs> i i was nerding out on uh on like <clears throat> chip design and chip fab stuff a while ago i i keep having ideas of like creating my own uh my own ISA and uh, and getting chips made for that. Whether whether like I I program FPGA or I come up with an ISA that's so great that people want to want to do ASICs of it. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Man. Yeah. It, it's just complete nerding out on stuff that I have no actual oh, right projects. to deal with. Mm. I'm 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 like the last person who should be allowed to deal with any sort of computer hardware issues. I. I tend to screw that up. I have no idea how this computer that I put together is still actually running and hasn't, like, burned the house down yet. Mm. <laughs> By all rights. Burn the house down. Yay! <laughs> 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 Woo! All right, what do we got on the rundown? Let's move on. We got to get some more topics uh, in here. We're, oh, we're, I, got, uh, I, got a, I got some anime to talk about. We're, we're lollygagging like fuck here. We got to move on to something else. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to... Alert the affiliates. I think we're going long tonight. <laughs> I think we might be too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me, let me bring up a couple of things because, as you know, I've been watching Prisma Ilya, and I've watched through the third episode now, and... I still can't help but think of it as just like being a real piss take or parody on the whole magical girl thing. And probably because I am a non-fan of type moon stuff. I'm, I don't dislike it. I just never really was into it. And so watching this is really my first experience into anything type moon, really. I mean, besides memes and seeing cosplayers at events yeah, just to let everyone know type moon is the company that published fate stay night also sukihime the the main guy there was kanoku nasu who's made jokes about before uh, just to tie everything in who loves seafood he loves he has a Physically. fetish for it yeah <laughs> it's him and his I mollusks thought you said he was dead <laughs> No, I said he sleeps I'm with fishes. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm a gay fish. <laughs> Wait, he likes fish. Are you sticks? gay? He likes. I wish. He likes no, fish. No, what sticks. I have is. A <laughs> I need to. I need to dig up that uh, that clip from The Simpsons one of these days. All right, Prismalia, Prismalia, yeah. Collad, or what was it? DJ Khalid, Prismalia. Fate Kaled Liner Prisma Ilya. <laughs> or Kyle. Because Kaleidoscope for some reason. Uh, 
DJ Khalid, we're the best magic girl. That's how it starts, right? Yeah. But anyway, anyway, like I was thinking from there, like last night, I was thinking about I was thinking about it being a parody, and I was thinking, yeah, Konosuba is kind of the same way. It's also it's also a parody of its genre. And then I then I realized it's not really a parody in that sense. So I'm moving on to I'm moving on to Konosuba now. Oh, so basically, what you've done is not given us any information about Ilya Prisma, whatever, and just completely skipped out to another show. No, because I I did say that ah. it, so far it's a good parody <laughs> of Magical Girls. Ah, oh, boy. And I'm I'm seeing the connection. You with, know what like, I want to know? Whose tongue went in what? first? Nobody's. <laughs> I'm not that far in. Third, third episode, for Christ's sake. <laughs> and still, I haven't seen the sort of stuff that that had everybody telling me in the past that it's like puni puni puemi levels of like perversion going there's a, on. There's a lot of fan service is what this is famous for. Fan service is what they really call it. I'm not seeing that. Honestly. Did you get pillows? So what you're saying is that this is a dud. So so far, it just comes across as uh, as a good parody of magical girl anime in general, just with a uh, just with like a coding of Fate Stay Night. Mm. But anyway, moving on to moving on to Konosuba, this came to mind last night. Konosuba is the mystery men of Isekai. Now now you're I, gonna have to I'm explain sure what that means. Yeah, you guys have seen Mystery Men, right? I have no idea what you're talking the movie about. Movie from 1999 Mystery. had no. Janine Garofalo in it, Ben Stiller, no, and uh, William H Macy. I know William H Macy. Yeah. Okay. Mystery so men or men? Tom Waits was in it. Men. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to Google at the same time. Okay. So here, the here's the thing with both Konosuba and Mystery Men is that both of these are trying to answer the question. What would happen if people who were uniquely unqualified for the situations they're in... Like the village people? ...had to pull through and succeed in these situations anyways? And so, for Konosuba, it's looking at it from, like, isekai characters. Like, an adventuring party where at least one of them was pulled from, like, Earth as we kind of know it, or, or at least Earth as we've seen it in anime... <laughs> to like some fantasy world mm -hmm. and mystery men answers it for superheroes in that you've got a bunch of people who are dressing up in capes but can't actually do anything successfully in terms of being a superhero and yet somehow by the end of it they've they've succeeded against their challenges and despite the fact that there's still a bunch of dysfunctional goofballs they are not, like, completely falling flat on their faces anymore. And so Konosuba so, and Mystery Men, they're, they're the same in this, in this aspect. Uh, so, like, uh, priest and church. <laughs> They've got suits on, but they can't do really anything. <laughs> mm. I'm not too sure about that. I mean, depe <laughs> depending on what you believe... Uh, I guess they so. are. So. They are the only ways that they're the only ones that can provide like an intercession between you and God, right? I mean, that's uh, yeah, that tends yeah. to be that tends to be Catholic and Orthodox and more traditional Anglican belief, mm. whereas the more Protestant uh, types 
believe that you can talk to God directly and get visions from him without like any without anything special about you, right? But mm. that's different topic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't I just don't see I just don't see really that sort of that sort of connection between like priests in the church and what I'm saying about Konosuba and mystery men. Okay. Hmm. Then you've got Mark Hamill, who is in the village of the damned as a priest. Where he gets and, his, he gets and his according rifle. According to some people, it, although they're not really correct, is the best Joker. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. You know what else he was in? Command and Conquer Generals. Yep. Yeah, he was the Pathfinder, and he might have done other voices too. No, like he is a uh, he is a prolific voice actor. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Let's go to Mark Hamill's IMDb page and uh, read it and call that content for the show. What do we got? I don't know. You still have a bunch of anime to cover, and I still have one other show to mention. I can wait. Who cares? Come on. I want to mention mine. No it's Dark. All right. I'll do one really fast so that you can uh, move on to the thing you want to do. Hold on. i got to find my notes. I wasn't prepared for this. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I wasn't prepared for this. Bum, bum, bum. Hello, tiny person. Did I tell you to stop licking? <laughs> I, for I forgot what was on that button. <laughs> uh, what else did I watch? I watched Strike Witches and it was uh, fun. Okay, your turn. All right, so Journey of Elena <laughs> went grimdark again. Yeah. So episode nine actually had a warning of when it when it aired in Japan. That said, like this is this is inappropriate for younger audiences, and then of course in the version that I got with the English subtitles, that was still that was still in the video, and it was additionally subtitled in English, like that this episode is not is shouldn't be watched by younger kids, and well, when you when you hear about like what happened in the past of one of the one of the characters that shows up in this episode and. And with the torrential amounts of blood involved, Jesus well, Christ! Yeah, yeah. Like, have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, have you seen? Um, uh, I hope shit, it's not I can't the remember its cock name. Again. No, no invisible, <laughs> no invisible cock. <laughs> Sorry. If it, if it had been invisible, really. maybe this <laughs> wouldn't have happened. Uh, but uh, like, we're ta we're talking like Evil Dead levels of blood. Okay gallons yes yes okay everywhere falling from the sky <clears throat> dripping off of everything pools of it in the street mm. <laughs> there's only so much and my yeah, banana the, can take and yeah the the uh the subject matter itself um was uh was pretty dark that that led to this abortion no it's a pedophilia uh, incarnate <laughs> oh boy Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, John. Yeah. If if you're watching if you're watching the show and you're and you're queasy or you're triggered, then why the fuck are you listening to us in the first place? But uh, it may be one to skip in that in that case. Mm. I still watched it. It it was executed well. I it's mean, just like with a disclaimer like that. How do you look away? With a disc, hey, this this episode is really fucked up. You probably shouldn't watch it. Yeah, there we go. Woo! That's my response to it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> it's like an invitation. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Yay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Was it was it pretty graphic then? Uh fortunately the the reasons for all the graphic violence that was seen was never actually presented, but it was discussed and not entirely, but not in graphic detail, but enough that would still make you feel sick. Mm. If you, if you knew anybody who went through these sort of situations in real life. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that though. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for, I want, I want people to actually like go and be like, watch the episode and be like, Oh God, why did I watch this? <laughs> why is... did I not listen to him? <laughs> Fuck you, and then I'll be like, ha 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 Oh, I got some podcast stuff. I was going to bring up, uh, let's see, we already talked about maps with Matt. We got 240 days since the last episode. Uh, Grumpy Old Ben's had episode 115 on, uh, it's called Lego My Router. On, that was back on the uh, November 30th on Monday. That's when it came yeah, out. Yeah, I remember, I remember debating with, uh, debating with, with them in the, in the troll room while they were recording it. Mm. Because, uh, because... Actually, they were trying to pick on me and my Lego cars, damn it. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I remember that. Bemrose, uh. O'Neill, I am shaking my fist at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, you don't have your boy. nuts in it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not fisting the nuts. All right. Good man. Good man. <laughs> All right. So we had Grumpy Old Ben's Lego My Router. Uh, Hog Story had uh, episode 133. Fucking awesome! That was posted yesterday on twelve one. I think it was twelve one in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, I, I like that they're that they're being a little quicker now at actually getting the episodes out within like forty eight hours of recording them. I, I appreciate that, guys. You know why they're doing it, right? No, because I'm calling them out every week. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I'm calling Good them work. out. They they know they don't want me to report. Oh, these guys don't have an episode yet. They heard it that week. We did wow. it early. They got all like they get all like, upset. <laughs> Good work. It's, oh Good shit, work. we gotta get on this. And then Nick the Rat tonight. Nick the Rat has his reindeer games. Uh oh. You can call in uh to Nick the Rat and talk about reindeer games. And wasn't that a shitty movie from the nineties? Rain it, what's the name? Yeah, it was. It was reindeer some, games. It was some like dramatic spy action film or something. <clears throat> you see, they never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. And then he got back at them. One foggy Christmas Eve. <laughs> Santa came to say... What did Santa say? I can't remember how that goes. One foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say... Nothing, because Rudolph shot him and all the other reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with the red nose, motherfuckers. <laughs> and there's the opening <laughs> clip. <laughs> we put a marker down. I'll do the, my one fucking job I couldn't do for... Five fucking episodes, we just put a marker down every time something good happens. There we go. Marker. Done. <laughs> oh, to, speaking of podcasts, tomorrow, No Agenda, episode 
1300 Ooh. The big 130. Yeah, the one the big 13 triple uh, not triple double o. <laughs> double o. Double o. Oh, oh. Is it like that? God, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure any of us will last long enough to see episode 13,000. Oh, 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 oh. That's a triple o. In case you wanted to yeah. know what I heard uh, what it sounds like. Yeah, showing us your o face. Oh, 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 oh. Just so you know, I've been I've been muting my mic and refilling this glass like four times. Just so you all know, so we're all on the same Jeez, page. I haven't even refilled my drink. <laughs> I, I just I'm taking more sips of my cider. I've got uh, the original ginger soda, like I told you, Vernon. What is it, Vernors? Vernors? And this shit is really good. Verners, Verners, with Breckenridge spiced rum. I like that sound. Mm. You hear that cork? Woo! Ooh, that nice. does sound nice. I have yeah. to say. Well, give me 30 seconds and I'll, I'll go ahead and do a refill then. All <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> this is some good shit. I didn't think... I knew it was going to be okay. I didn't think it would be this good. You don't even taste the alcohol. It's like... Uh, oh, it tastes like candy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Going back to video mm. games, there was one other thing that I wanted to, that I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. Uh, some, yeah, somebody that, uh, that long-time listeners of No Agenda will certainly have heard of is now the majority, uh, is now the majority owner of, uh, Japan's well-known SNK, uh, game publisher. Mm. And that person is... Me! Mohammed, uh, no. <laughs> Mohammed bin Salman. Miss, Mr. Bonesaw. The crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Woo! The guy oh. who, the guy who, uh, if you remember the uh, Jamal Khashoggi death. Oh, I remember him. The person who, oh. the person who uh, more or less is believed to take all the blame for that happening. Yeah, I the mean. Fall the guy. one who, the one who ordered his death. You all, I wrote a song about that. Here we go. Yep. Oh, you put that guy screaming in the background. That was beautiful. Did, did you not? Did you not hear that oh. when when it initially aired with an episode of No Agenda? Oh, it's been playing a fucking I think I've heard it, but there's so much to take, keep track of. Oh, Everything yeah. is so good. <laughs> there's some gay porn. There's some uh, there's some Warcraft one, Warcraft two. You know, there's all kinds of shit. The, the the sawing song the sawing song yeah the, yeah. the saw <laughs> oh thank you thank you I'll take my bow oh that was beautiful <laughs> a masterpiece yeah, so Mr Bone Mr Bonesaw now owns SNK Games or he yes. has a majority share we'll say he's a majority shareholder yeah through so when the guy through his charity foundation and through a uh, and through a corporation that he created to more or less be a holding company for electronic entertainment products yep. in uh, in Saudi Arabia. You know, I think he really liked Melon Chan's growth diary. I think that was why I, he I bought was it. Pretty, I was pretty sure that he was all about Metal Slug. Hmm. I don't know. Melon Chan, well, she's got a cute... That or King of Fighters. She's got I big mean, melons. That, yeah, but in Saudi that. Arabia, they got to keep those melons covered up. Mm, well, you <laughs> know. 
I'm willing to bet that uh, that Saudi guy is gonna buy the license to make Saw games. <laughs> Saw games. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a like movie bl- franchise that could use some that could use some, uh, some Mr. Bone video Saw. game tie-ins. I, don't know. I think there's one, and it's horrible. <laughs> and I don't mean the horror kind. I mean it's fucking horrible. <laughs> it just sucks. You mean it just sucks. <laughs> Well, when I think of SNK, I think of... I used to have a uh, handhold, handheld console. Uh, I didn't have a Game Boy Advance. I had the Neo Geo Pocket Color, if anyone remembers that when it came out. Yeah. I remember the original Neo Geo. Now, of course, I never... I didn't have the money to have one because I was a, I was a kid. I got a Neo Geo Pocket Color, and SNK released a game. It was an RPG dungeon crawler for that called Biomotor Unitron, which I played the fuck out of. And that's what I always think of when I hear SNK is when you turned on that console. It was a little handheld console, kind of like a Game Boy Advance. You turn it on, and you can see the SNK logo would would be the first thing you see. Jeez. That's what I always associate it with. So it was like a Game Boy Color um, kind of... No, it's 99. It it had an eight-way joystick. Oh. Yeah, it was basically... It ran on carts, so you put put, carts in the back that would have the game uh, that you wanted on it. It does look kind of like a GBA. Yeah, it competed with it. And so I had... I think I had one, my brother had one, and we had the cable. We both had copies of Biomotor Unitron. And the... uh, the cable that would let you trade parts and so what you would do is you go in in the game you'd kind of crawl through different dungeons that were they were supposed to be randomly generated but if you played long enough you figure out there's actually like 10 different ones and they just sort of randomly oh, assign them yeah at the beginning of uh, when you start a new game <laughs> the order of them changes but they're all the same pattern um and then you go through and they had a very simplistic um kind of system where you could combine uh you know the the robot arm with this metal and then you get a different arm or the robot legs with this metal and you get a different one and uh, level up the uh your partner who is the 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 i don't know what you call it like the the builder you know the mechanic for your uh, unitron and then you were the fighter and you went and fought in the coliseum and uh honestly after you beat the game two or three or ten times it got a little old but uh, eventually we found the uh that there was a way you could trade and I think you could do this with Pokemon, maybe first generation, where you could set up a trade. Where you'd say, oh, I'm going to trade you nine of these parts. And you, so you'd trade, like, the best parts in the game to someone. And then you turn off the uh, the console. you turn off the handheld console before the trade oh. was finalized. And you could oh, get no. you could <laughs> dupe items that way. Yeah. And so we would, okay. we would set ourselves up with, oh, I got to save on here where I have uh, 99 or whatever, <laughs> some really high-level item. I could start a game and, and uh, you know, just start with all that bullshit. Trade them to myself and keep uh, turning it off before it saves it. You know, that kind of crap. That was good fun, you know? We didn't have the internet. You didn't have anything else to do. This was fucking fun. I bet you could do that with the Pokemon games, but given how uh, how easy it was to exploit the, uh, the bugs in it that allowed, like, unlimited item duplication <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Without, without needing to connect to somebody else's. Yeah, the... I remember that where you get a bunch of rare candy. You'd set yourself up for ninety nine rare candies and or yeah. two hundred fifty six or something like. You get a bunch of these things. Hey, there's you know rolling back to civilization. I think the original civilization had a famous bug inside it, which was a buffer underflow. 
Do you remember yep. that? Do you know what I'm talking yep. about, Cold? Gandhi, Gandhi, Gandhi was so Gandhi. peaceful <laughs> that oh, when, he peaceful when he developed when he developed when he developed democracy, yeah, yeah, which let me... made him even more peaceful, he rolled around to 255 <laughs> aggression and then started nuking the fuck out of everything. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of famous. It was such it was such a it was such a hilarious bug that they decided that they were going to keep it in for future games. They would actually they. Well, they fixed the bug itself, but they set up Gandhi that uh, from that point on that whenever he whenever he developed democracy, instead that would still underflow just for him. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the Gandhi. one of the best, most hilarious bugs in video game history. Yeah, Gandhi has de declared war on your candy ass. <laughs> And it still works, I think. Uh, Civilization Six, they're at. Uh, he, 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 Gandhi still does it. <laughs> really, really? They kept that oh, going. Yeah, well, well yeah, because, because <laughs> it, it it's an ascended bug, right? Like it was a bug originally <laughs> that everybody found so hilarious that they that they've intentionally they've intentionally put in like a check to see is is this Gandhi. In which in which case, boost aggression to maximum. In yeah. in the rest of the time, it just uh, it just keeps it floored at zero. If you if you would underflow, it so reminds Gandhi, you it's gonna die. Yeah. There's some there's some famous bugs. The the other one that comes to mind is um, I'm cold. Are we talking about tribes? Star Siege tribes and tribes. I feel like we have one. Oh, before. skiing. Yeah, skiing. I don't think we've talked about, but yeah, skiing and tribes. Yeah, that was a. That was that was that wasn't really a bug. It was, it was just an exploit. Yeah, in... and it was such a it was such a popular thing that for tribes too and onwards they oh, actually ascend, huh? they actually made like skiing a game mechanic. Yeah, so in the original, just to get everyone clear, tribes was a first person shooter that was it. Basically, you'd run around a, a, a large map, and the map was um, a little different than how other games like Counter-Strike were rendering maps. They basically had a height map, so they would get, I think it was a 256 by 256 was the resolution of it, and they, they had a displacement map for the area you were in. And it would just set, you know, the height. So, oh, this looks like sand dunes, okay. And so they would displace all the polygons like that. And the idea was you would run around and play capture the flag. And there were some vehicles that made you, um, you could drive faster, you could fly around, or you could, you could do some things to get around in a more speedier kind of manner. But there was a script someone had published. I think it was called Ski. What whatever the fuck. It was in Torque Script, I think was the, we talked about Torque, Torque Script before. Um, I can't remember the extension, but it was ski dot something. I think originally, though, originally though, somebody just figured out that uh, that if you more or less bunny hopped down a hill, you just keep building up speed, yeah. and you'd get like super fast. And then people just uh, people just wrote scripts. <clears throat> or, yeah, the, like the famous script was like, called ski. auto hotkey style scripts of the era to just like. Ma mash the jump key that, that was at, it at when you hold something down so when you held down space bar it would just instead of pressing jump once it would continually press the jump key or trigger the jump action and so in the game if you jumped and you landed and then you jumped again just like in bunny hopping and you know uh, i don't know counter-strike or half-life or anything the uh when you if you 
jump the same frame that you land you don't lose any of your momentum and so if you're on top of a, a hill and you hold down the space bar what happens is you just slide down the hill like you were on a pair of skis and the the game's physics engine the gravity would just pull you down and you'd accelerate and you could actually do these really cool um what they used to call them was ski routes where you'd say oh i'm on my one base and i go and you'd shoot off over one hill and you'd shoot off over the next hill using your jetpack kind of in synchronous with uh with your uh your landing and your takeoff and everything and you could build up a shitload of momentum in uh kind of like swinging on a swing you know if you hit the if you swing at just the right time then you can build up some more momentum and keep going higher and higher and higher well you could do the same thing with the the jetpack mechanic and the ski mechanic at the same time you could, you could essentially go from one corner of the map to the other in like under five seconds. If you, but if the, if the map was if the map was designed for it. If you were fucking good at it, that was the thing. It was you had to be really good at this shit. Um, it's not easy to do, but it's it's not impossible either. You know, a a person can can could get on there and play tribes or tribes two with the right setup and within. You know, uh, a month or well, so of just playing, you could you could build up the skill like to do a it. Dedicated ski button. No, they did. No, it was it was just the space bar. Tribes three had the ski button, which was control. Sure I think it wasn't in tribes two. Yeah, I played the fuck I'm out of all sure of those. It was in tribes two. Tribes three introduced the ski button. Tribes uh, two didn't. Tribes it was tribes three vengeance. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, it was. I think I played tribes ascend, but. It's no longer on Steam. Yeah, that was after <laughs> Tribes Three. <laughs> oh, that was okay, that okay. was after that mm. was after like that last uh, the last actual Tribes game. Tribes Ascend, I think, was supposed to be like massively multiplayer. Yeah, I, didn't. yeah, I, I lost like interest that, after free to play or something. Yeah, after free Tribes play, Vengeance you know, came you know what out. Free to play actually means it means pay to win. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's completely the opposite. <laughs> It was good shit though you know that was a that was a bug that transcended the whole game you know it 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 wasn't just like oh there's a funny thing that happened it, when the ski bug came out in tribes it changed how the whole game played and all of a sudden you didn't need vehicles to play the game because you were the vehicle you could get as fast as you fucking wanted you could get in the heavy armor and then if you were uh skilled enough you could pop across the map in in a couple seconds it was really wild it was a great experience, too, to play that game. I loved it. Yeah, I think I remember Tribes Ascend where they built in that mechanic in the game. And I think I remember a couple of firefights with people on, on some servers. And it was so fucked up because you just... It, it was a sliding contest. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, uh, the, you kept on sliding to avoid the other guy's bullets. And you did the same thing. So you just spray and pray everywhere, yeah. hoping well, you hit something. <laughs> the other part of Tribes which was interesting was that the the main gun you had was kind of like a rocket launcher. All of the bullets moved slow. Even the chain oh, yeah. gun in there, there was no hit... Uh, I'm, I'll take that back. There was one hit-scan weapon in, in the original Tribes, which is the sniper rifle. But yeah. most of the weapons had... When you fire the weapon, it would create an object that was the projectile, and it would propagate through um the environment and then if it interacted with another player then it would hit and mm -hmm. and also when you fired the weapon it would inherit your momentum too so the spin fuser was the disc launcher you know that you had to that was your main gun in the game and if you were moving at a lateral angle when you fired the gun the disc that you fired would inherit your momentum and move at that angle and so it was very freaking difficult to do anything 
Um, wow. And so if you wanted to lead, uh, say, what, what they would call it was an MA, was a mid-air disc. Um, if you wanted to get one of those, you had to lead the other character, but you also had to lead them with the knowledge of your own velocity so that because you know the projectile is going to inherit that so you had there's this whole fucking skill built around being able to mid-air people it's very crazy there's all kinds of techniques i love tribes man you play the shit out of that game tribes 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 do mostly but tribes yeah because the ascend one i don't think it well on, on steam it still has some reviews but uh i i guess the, the game kind of died maybe <laughs> oh yeah they died in like 2006 <laughs> <laughs> it was never the same even when tribes 3 came out and we had the first time here's the selling point for tribes 3 it was called tribes 3 vengeance which i have on six tribes cds vengeance, yeah yeah the selling point oh it has a single player campaign who cared nobody you had <laughs> hey, a fucking it. nah it sucked you had fucking elvis this guy who looked like elvis was in it it was terrible yeah, well, yeah, excuse yeah. me for liking horrible things. Uh, well, <laughs> I but think he, we just have another option for the for the uh, opener now. But do you like horny bunnies? Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of vengeance, bunnies. Uh, you know, vengeance didn't actually use uh, torque. No, it used Unreal. That was another. Yeah, thing. I, right. What the fuck? Yeah, it was annoying. <laughs> It wasn't as floaty either. That's what everyone well, it's, said on it's the because boards. It wasn't, it wasn't actually developed by Dynamics. No, no. Right? Mm. It, was, it was developed by Irrational Games. Yeah, um, the guy who wrote it was... The guy who wrote System Shock. Um, what the fuck's his name? Uh, oh, maybe it was Bioshock. I'm, Who's the guy I'm, who wrote Bioshock? I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at the credits right now. Ken Levine was yeah, the writer. Yeah, Ken Levine. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, he wrote Bioshock a little bit later. Living. Okay, I see him now. Well, he did also write System Shock 2. Oh, he did? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, to he to wrote, be fair... He wrote Freedom Force versus the Third Reich. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, he did, didn't he? Oh, my God. That's a throwback. That is a throwback. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that I a, forgot that game even existed. Was that a third-person shooter? Real-time real tactical role-playing game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> System Shock, man, that was a fucking spooktacular thing. I think there's a there um, there's a remastered version being done, or it's already published. Yeah, they so, yeah someone did a the high poly one, version of it. Yeah, it's just, or, it it's out there. Yeah, I think I I, I, I I wish I'm I not could, sure uh, if I have it or not actually. Because I never played it. I've watched a lot of videos about it, and it sounds great, but um. All oh, those fucking monkeys, man. Those I, fucking I monkeys. Going That's racist. Those monkeys, man. The brain monkeys. Oh, my God. That and the robots, the suicide robots. Ah. That's the sound I make when I play System Shack. Oh, shit, Matt. You know what I wanted to talk to you about? I uh, fucking forgot about this. Starcraft. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's been a while. ago, I think. <laughs> fucking use map settings maps? Yes. Uh, oh, yes, my God. Did absolutely. You, did you ever make that shit? Um, actually, I tried with a friend uh, last month. Uh, <laughs> I, I found a website where uh, they have an archive of all the classic use map settings map uh, from uh, StarCraft 1 uh, with Brood War, of course. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you had uh, the... 
classic uh, the defense games and all that stuff. But but there was one map that I've been trying to uh, play again, and it was a Normandy map, uh, 1944. Uh. And uh, I eventually found it, and it was the latest uh, version. And behold, the remastered version of StarCraft One uh, with Brood War is uh, compatible. So mm. I loaded up the map, I hosted a server, he came on, and we tried it, and it worked. <laughs> uh, it, it was flawless. It was super cool. It's super hard map, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it brought back good memories, though. Uh, yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. And the, the guy who made the map, and I remember trying to emulate that map and trying to make, make my own version of it. And he used an, uh, a special editor. Uh, I think it was SC Edit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And it didn't have any... Uh, grid layouts so you could place anything anywhere yeah 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 yeah. i used to use that shit and it was fantastic you could put on like um you could uh, put like, doodads on any terrain tile yep yep and <laughs> you, <laughs> that's technical uh, speak that's starcraft uh map maker speak oh i love it. you doodads, put those doodads, doodads. you gotta have doodads all the doodad day <laughs> you, i think it's a hundred times you click them a hundred times and they nuke ah I don't. Re I don't think you remember that one. You it's one of the up. secrets. Of, no, those were the critters. Left, click on them. The critters. Yes. The, the critters, critters. The critters. The doodads was the trees and all that stuff. <laughs> oh jeez. The, the doodads were also the the sentry guns that popped out of the floor and the missiles yeah. that popped out of the walls. Yeah, and there was you the could critters. Place them on the cliffs and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? And uh, the critters. Yeah. The, that's you the click one. them a hundred. It was like yeah, ninety nine times or something. They yep. blow up. And they kept it in StarCraft 2, but they made the clickings uh, shorter, so it's maybe like 25 clicks. But it's a cheap <laughs> explosion. It's not a nuke. <laughs> I'm so disappointed, Blizzard! <laughs> but uh, it, it's like a normal explosion, let's say, like a vehicle exploding or something. It's not a nuke, so yeah. it's a small callback to the good old days, I guess. Yeah, I miss that. StarCraft, when you click on... It, it started in Warcraft, actually. You click on the characters, and if you kept clicking on them, every, you click on them the first oh, or second time, speech. they'd say, hello, yes, my lord, hello, yes, my lord, and if you kept clicking on them, they'd go, stop poking me! <laughs> they'd say all this <laughs> stupid shit. It's, um... Uh, God damn, man. There's mm. so many in StarCraft that they had... Uh, I uh, sense a soul... No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not the one. That was not I it. <laughs> I was looking for a StarCraft. I have that fucking archive of all the... Uh, I sense a soul in search of answers. That was Diablo, Oh, though. no, that's Diablo 1. Uh, well, they said it in StarCraft. It's the... Um, <laughs> the Arbiter the said that. No, that was the guy you talked to in the, f in the first town. Oh, yeah, yeah. The... The salesman. <laughs> the salesman. I don't know what to call him. Before the butcher, that's all I can think of. Oh, damn. I never got... Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I Once when I was younger, and Diablo 1 was like the shit. And um, I, I managed to kill uh, the butcher and went down, I, I think, one or two levels and, and lost everything. <laughs> and I was so... Uh, that was my first rage quit. Uh, that was my first official rage quit right there. Oh, boy. What do we got? We got... I got some fucking StarCraft sounds, man. Hit me. Your comments are ill-advised, Templar. 
Oh, that's the dark. Yeah, that's the Dark Templar. What do we got? Those were awesome. You could what mind control fuck? everything. Yeah, we got some Zerg, some fucking Zerg. You have Yodi. SCVs? I got <laughs> Those SCVs. Those are my favorites. <laughs> well, let me get the SCVs, man. We got some, uh, let's see, go back up, up, up. So there's a uh, Terran units SCV. What do we got? Oh, that's the repair Ooh, sound. Mining. <laughs> what do we got? We got. I'm sure I can yes, identify sir? selection. Yes. <laughs> can I read you? Yeah, this kind of shit. Reporting for duty. Come again, <laughs> Captain. I'm not reading you clearly. You ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> I can't believe they put me in one of these things. And now I, to I gotta put up with this, too? <laughs> and I told him I was claustrophobic. I gotta get out of here! I gotta get out of here! I'm sorry, and I think... you're tired of a frog button a watermelon seed fight. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> what was that? Good to go, sir. What was what? Oh, he said this. I'm soft in here, tattering a frog butt in a watermelon seed fight. <laughs> in a watermelon, watermelon seed, seed fight? Type? Yeah, I don't know what he says. I still don't know what he said. Who knows? What's your problem, but I... <laughs> oh, that's Rainer. Okay. Uh, good old Rainer. Do you mind? <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> Yeah. Then you had Kerrigan also. You get off and, uh, on annoying people, don't you? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> you may have time to play games, but I've got a job to do. Yeah, of course I do. I think you have Duke also. Um, Duke, one of the fucking commanders. Duke Tank. Yeah. Um, this core hull outfit's a mess. Oh, Duke Tank. We all yes, need some it? good old-fashioned discipline. That's what you need. You need some good old-fashioned discipline. Decisive action. Decisive, Decisive action. action. <laughs> That's good stuff. About time. My favorite <laughs> ones, though, is uh, the, the, the fire bath. Uh, that one is pretty funny. Oh, fucking fire bath. Let's see. What did he say? Uh, he said, uh... Need a light? Yeah. He, he says, the, I love the smell of nipom in the morning, or... Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is something burning? <laughs> That's what I thought. I love the smell of napalm. I like the, uh, the, uh... Are you trying to get invited to my next barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> Got any questions about propane? Oh. <laughs> the Got king of the hill. questions about propane? The king of the hill there. Or propane Got any questions yeah, about propane? It, it takes a while because it loads for a super zip fight. I tell oh. you what. That boy ain't uh, right. That boy ain't right. Oh. Oh. The, the it's it's actually kind of scary how well I can do those. Pocket sand! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. King of the Hill is great, man. Oh, I miss that show so much. Uh, hey, Mike Judge, I got disappointed. Mike Judge was on uh, Joe Rogan. He didn't say anything. What? Was it Mike Judge or Mark Judge? I think it was Mike Judge. Mike Judge was the guy behind King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But had... Uh, uh, oh, okay, okay. What's and some it? other that, stuff. That, that one... Idiocracy. Yes, Idiocracy. <laughs> but I was I was thinking that show that was on uh, that was on Netflix about, like, the startup. That's him, too, behind that. Oh, I don't know what that is. It sounds his material, though. I saw him in person once in... Uh, Office uh, Space. He was, he was behind Office Space. He was also the... He was the restaurant manager as well in Office Space. Did you know that? Oh, wow. Uh, I never watched that yeah, show. Yeah, that was Mike Judge. You you never saw Office Space, the movie? No, it's too normy. Oh, <laughs> get out of here. No way. I watched it like two months ago for the first time. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I watched Office Space. I know the references now. 
I'm now, like, now you know. Now you know what John and Carolyn are doing when they pull up those quotes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or, uh, you know the Nazis awesome. had pieces of flair that they made the Jews wear. <laughs> you know the Nazis used to use accessories to kill the Jews. Now we open it. Now we open paint <laughs> with the accessories folder on the uh, windows. <laughs> windows accessories. Who the fuck said that? It was some guy in uh Now it's apps. It's apps. Fuck apps. Accessories. Fuck Fuck them right in the apps. We we've got, <laughs> no, we've got tons of computing power and apps just hog them. <laughs> it's not cheating. It's necessary. Woo! <laughs> Man, this is this is falling apart now, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten through all my stuff. You guys have anything else? I didn't bring anything to the table, so... <laughs> I, I uh, said, you oh, brought well, yourself to the host, table. So... That's good enough for us. Yeah, yeah, I did bring my ass here. Bring my ass here. I don't have anything, man. I'm done. I got... All right. <laughs> I got music that I wrote that I don't want to bring up yet, and I got... Oh, what do I got? In Concert. Abel Kirby, In Concert. God, I love the frogs. God, I love the frogs. <laughs> Is it frogs? <laughs> Apparently, that's for me at a concert in 2017. Woo! <laughs> Abel Kirby unplugged in Maryland. Here's the fucking. Oh, no, I got MTV. MTV. <laughs> <laughs> Piano was pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. That's true. Woo. That's true. Yay! <laughs> all right, what do you say we wrap this bullshit up? And go home. Right. We can all go home. Yeah, I, I think I'm already I think home. So. We've we've gotten <laughs> too silly. Go Homer. Oh Homer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think we've gotten a bit too silly now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got some. Uh, let me. Well. uh I gotta open my notes page. I closed it again. <gasps> let's see what we got coming up next. We got let's see banter. That's the Wikipedia begging season. We got and SNK games. We did some visual novels. We did some bullshit with manga and anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, coming up next, uh, we've got our uh, sports game. It's the Cambridge Busters versus the St. John Mambas. Until then, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been cold acid. And I've been Sir Metsu. Adios, mofos.